welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Old Saybrook Selectman, Scott Giegrich. Scott, welcome. How are you, my friend? Very well, thank you. Uh, excited for the new year, and uh, the new year brings in great new news, and that is that the Rays for Rams, which uh, well, I think we're going to be speaking about this evening, Absolutely. has uh, hit the $100,000 mark uh, with a goal to raise $150,000. Uh, in order to finally install ball field lighting at, at our old Saybrook uh, High School turf athletic field where students play football, soccer, field hockey, lacrosse, and probably a few other sports that I'm, uh, I'm not thinking about right now. But. Absolutely, absolutely. Scott, well, you, I, we actually have to let our audience know you're actually a first-time guest with me, usually when I'm hanging out talking about the town of Old Saybrook, we have the first selectman on with us, but obviously you are on the board of selectmen with Carl, and I believe from doing my homework, are you the second selectman? Well, so, the, 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 Something the like that? in Old Saybrook, you have a first selectman and then you have two select people ah. in addition, and so there is no gradation. Uh, some people mention that, that they'll, they'll use that term, and, and I have never said, no to it. Uh, <laughs> no. However, we're, we're all partners on that team and I Absolutely. think it worked effectively over time and I'm very proud of my affiliation with Cara Fortuna and with Matt Pugliese who's our, our other yep. selectman at this point in time and, and sure. we've had a positive relationship with every one of our counterparts over the 10 years that Cara and I have been involved and now we're beginning our 11th year and, and, and moving forward. That's right, that's right. So Scott, tell us a little bit about the program we're going to talk about tonight and how it first got, how it got started back in the day. So many people in our town are, are aware that uh, way back in 1981, yep. a, the, a former first selectman, Larry Rainey, I, I believe at that time he was a school teacher at the high school. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry if I get those facts uh, uh, imperfect. However, okay. I, I do know that Larry's son had a tragic demise and uh, the town banded together and they raised money on behalf of uh, Larry's son and they installed ball field lighting at the high school and off they went and unfortunately they, they didn't go through all of the channels at that point in time and right. uh, and the ball field lighting was actually not permitted based on the regulations in town at that time so the, the town was instructed to remove the lights the lights were removed and they were either sent to Valley Regional High School or to Madison. Those are the two stories that I've heard and, and uh, I haven't confirmed exactly where the, the first set of lights went to. Uh, in the then, so that was way back 40 years ago, 1981. In the, in the uh, I guess after that, mm -hmm. there were two other attempts where the town had gone out and they rented lighting and then what they did is they rented parking lot lights and they had the generators and, and they were noisy and, and they lit up pretty much the eastern hemisphere and so <laughs> once again there were a number of people who were aggrieved by that particular uh uh action and and then i think rightfully so and right. so once once again it was uh it was deemed that that's not appropriate at this point in time so you fast forward to 2021 2022 yeah. Uh, and you know that technology has changed tremendously. Ball field lighting is is 
in almost every community in, in the state of Connecticut. We happen to be one of the communities that does not have that opportunity. And so over the last two years, uh, in beginning in 2020, in, in a meeting in February, uh, Carl Fortuna mm -hmm. proposed an amendment to an ordinance that is on the books at that point in time that said ball field lighting was specifically prohibited. And so he went to our zoning commission along with good number of community uh, citizens. Okay. And, and each, there, there were 84 letters in support. There were great number of people indicating that, you know, our time has come, the, the ball field lighting uh, is no longer the, the challenge that it used to be, which was that it was disruptive. And, and, uh, and people had very, very valid concerns in, in the past. And, and, and nowadays, those concerns are much less valid because of the fact that lights in present day don't have the spillage that they had had in the past. We've held public hearings over that period of time. The zoning board heard all of the pros, they heard the abutting neighbors and their concerns. Those concerns are valid. Those concerns said, hey, that light is gonna spill into my, my, my windows and, and I, I'm gonna be disrupted. I'm gonna have a sleepless evening and, and that's not fair to me. And those, those abutting neighbors were, were right and fair to make that claim. And uh, they were invited to a public hearing and meeting where uh, a representative from a, a reputable lighting manufacturer showed up. Musco was a very uh, prominent lighting manufacturer. They, they put on a, a presentation at town hall. Yeah. They turned all the lights off in, in, in the main room and they illuminated just the desk area, no spillage and people were amazed and, and they were, they, they had a, a feeling of, wow, okay, we, we now recognize that that concern that had been quite valid now is really not a concern any longer because the spillage will not occur. And in fact, the text amendment that was adopted requires that there be no spillage into the property, the, the abutting properties. Exactly, exactly. Now, how did you guys, when you, when the project got started, how did you guys raise money? Did you guys do fundraisers? So uh, the, we're going back again a little bit. I was on the Parks and Recreation Commission for okay. eight years prior to being a Board of Selectmen. All right. So, so this is an, an area near and dear to me. I, I happen to be a, an individual, I'm, I'm a little bit older, but I, I, I have still play uh, soccer at a competitive level in an over 50s league. I play on, uh, all over the place under the lights and it's such an exciting opportunity. And in our town, when we put the, uh, the turf field at the high school, we put conduit underneath that turf field with the hopes and the expectation that uh, we would be able to bring people to the table, discuss concerns and uh, and come to a reasonable outcome. And that would be that should we address their concerns, which we have, that ball field lighting would be proper and appropriate for a town like Old Saybrook. And so then we did the research, how much money would this be? And, and it, the cost is somewhere between three hundred fifty and $400,000 based on, on what your site 
has available to it. The fact that we put conduit in when we did the turf project eight years ago um, will minimize our cost a bit. Right. So we had some surplus at the end of 2020. We took $200,000 and put that into a sinking fund as seed money to say to this community, okay, here we, we put the first tranche of money in into the into the sinking fund of 200,000. Let's go see if the rest of you are really interested in lights and let's raise another 150. And when we do that, we're gonna move this project forward. Okay. So Carl Fortuna tapped a, a subcommittee of the board of selectmen and uh, I'm one of the chair people of that along with Al Hyla. And we have seven individuals. Uh, those people are, are Richard Hanratty, Nancy Gata, Pete Rothman, Megan Brady, and Amelia Seigersmith. She's a student at the high school. Okay. And so, and so the seven of us are are the committee members tapped with that that challenge to raise $150,000. So we've met, we've been, we had a, a comedy show where we had 100 guests. Even in, yeah. in, in COVID, we, we streamed it out virtually uh, in real time. It's on our website, as a matter of fact, should you want to watch that. And uh, people donated 25 bucks a, a, a ticket to come in and see the show either live or uh, uh, through a, a link. They made additional donations and that's what got the ball rolling. And, and that was back on November 13th where we raised our first $4,000. The Department of Police Services yeah. has done a shorts for whomever. And they did shorts for Sean a year and a half ago now, he was a young man in town that merited some attention and additional financial support. And they raised a great number of uh, dollars to support a young man named Sean in, in town. This year, the Department of Police Services directed those funds to raise for Rams. Okay. And we received a massive check for $20,000 from the Department of Police Services from all the personnel wow. in the police who wore shorts throughout the summer. They. They made additional donations. They had additional uh, interest in supporting our our, uh, our cause. And, and, and we got, I said, a massive check for $20,000. So we got off and running early in November with $24,000. And since then, we've been knocking on doors, soliciting donations, and, uh, and asking this community to participate. And I'm very proud to, to share today that, that we have raised $100,000, leaving us 50,000 short of our goal. And those opportunities that abound are, people can make a general donation. They can go on the, the website and make a general donation. We, we followed suit with some other towns where they, they do personalized commemorative bricks. Yep. And so on our website, you can go on the website and, and, and commemorate uh, uh, your favorite coach, teacher, your own child who, who was successful in town in, in sports. Uh, the fact that they were alumni here of our high school, we have um, already sold about 40 bricks and um, our goal is to sell 200 to raise at least another $50,000. And those bricks, you can buy a four by eight brick, yep. an eight by eight brick or a 12 by 12 brick Oh my goodness. And, and the numbers are are reasonable for for those uh commemorative bricks and and we're excited about that opportunity absolutely we've now had we've, go, go ahead. ahead no go ahead 
All right, so so some think- big donors have come through in town, and that's that's a challenge because the big donors are people who are uh, people are knocking on their doors every day and asking for money, and and so we have gone to a good number of community members and and, and asked them to participate in this process and and, and demonstrate that they too uh, see the excitement and 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 recognize that this fits into our plan here in old saybrook the way back our healthy youth healthy community organization used to do an asset survey to talk about what are the greatest assets you have in this town and it's of course our youth and it's keeping them safe and giving them opportunities to to participate in 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 safe and healthy and, and fun activities and friday night lights as many people refer to it oh yeah is one of those uh, great opportunities that we are certain will bring our community together and, and give us a chance to bring additional people into town and, 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 and shop in Old Saybrook. So we believe it's also an you know, economic development opportunity as, as well. So we have, uh, From You Flowers has made a, a grand donation at the gold level of 25,000. We had always chip in 10,000. We had Pasta Vita give us a big donation this morning. Woody Surrett Correct uh, uh, Construction gave us $5,000. We had Anonymous Family give us $10,000. And then I tell you, we have 200 additional other donors who have chipped in $25, $50, dollars $1,000. And we have now amassed one hundred thousand dollars and route to our goal of 150 and and i'm quite excited to share that news and and i'm hoping that those of you that are watching this at home right and sharing this information will uh talk to your friends you get on the simple website that we have raiseforrams.com it's www.raiseforrams.com it's simple to find we're on facebook uh, JT Dunn has done a phenomenal job with that Saybrook neighborhood connections of yep. sharing our story and uh, and people are participating and, and it's just exciting. It's something that's going to be great for each of our student athletes as well as our community. Scott, would you mind sticking around? We're about to go into a short break. I'm, I'm staying around. Thanks All a lot. Right, me too. We'll be right back. I've spent my whole life as a physician. I've seen how vaccines have saved people's lives, saved children's lives, saved the lives of the elderly. We now have that opportunity with COVID. We have a vaccine that's safe. We know this vaccine also, through the most rigorous scientific studies and trials, is effective. We have the opportunity to make a difference. We can only make that difference if everyone gets vaccinated. Community TV, your neighborhood TV. Publicly funded and a reliable partner for cable companies nationwide. It provides transparent coverage of local and state government, education, and public programming. A digital town green that can be watched anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Watch us on today's high-tech distribution methods. Community TV in Connecticut. Local. Unfiltered. Reliable. And and yours. yours. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Saybrook Selectman Scott Giegrich. Scott, welcome back. Well, thank you once again. This is a great opportunity to share our story. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, Scott, before we go back to the 
fundraising event. Let's talk about as far as the town of Old Saybrook goes and what you guys are doing. You told me off camera about an event that you guys held this past weekend. Can we maybe talk about that? Well, so it's, you have, I, I believe that anybody that lives in our town has seen the Department of Emergency Management mm -hmm. uh, really step up during this uh, COVID pandemic. And last year we vaccinated more than 26,000 people through an outdoor uh, stay in your car uh, site over at our middle school yep. that was quite seamless. And I'm proud to have been a part of that where we made appointments for people, we provided them vaccinations, we provided them information, we knocked on doors of our elderly who may have been less apt to, uh, and, and that's not necessarily a fair statement, but some people have a challenge with the computer. So we were knocking on doors and, and helping people get appointments and and they came through. This right. yesterday, uh, we, we handed out 5,000 178 uh, it might be plus or minus 10 of those all right uh, masks to any resident that got in line and, and and spent about 15 minutes driving through our obstacle course at the middle school <laughs> and they registered they let us know how many how uh, adults they had in their household and we provided them with two n95 masks which are the best type of mask you can have uh, during the covid pandemic and uh, so I'm proud again once uh, that that our Department of Man Emergency Management Services was able to make that happen. People are are very anxious to get those test kits, yep. and as the first selectman has shared, the the the, the governor overpromised and underdelivered. However, I believe that it's a big challenge that they're right. trying to get these test kits to every community in the, in the nation. And so uh, as those test kits arrive to Old Saybrook, the town of Old Saybrook will continue to make them available to anyone that would need them. And I know that the, the, the focus is now on anybody with symptoms. And so right. what they're asking you to do is go to the Saybrook Point Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, which is tomorrow, uh, the next day and the next day. Yep. And if you, you'll get in line there, they have a, an, an outdoor uh, testing site. Director. And uh, when and if any of those tests run out, the, the town has another 762 tests. And wow. We're going to make sure that we have tests for anybody who really needs them. And, and that's the, the, the challenge is, is people do want to have them at home just in case. At this point in time, the, the, the real focus is on anybody that is in need of a test because they have symptoms and, uh, and, and that's, that's what's happening. And as soon as those new test kits come in, there will be new information shared. And, and I know that uh, many people already signed up for those text messages and emails and phone mm -hmm. calls that come out regularly from our Department of Emergency Management Services. Absolutely. So let's go back, let's go back to the fundraiser for the Race for Rams and exactly what's going on. And I know that you guys had a comedy event back in November. And I have a feeling you and I know a thing or two about the local comedian who put that on. <laughs> so a, a good friend, Vinnie McElhone, is a, a, a very talented comedian, and uh, and that'll go to his head, but uh, he is. And and, uh, and so he was the kickoff event that we, we, we uh, hosted here at Fireman's Field. Yep. 
and the the firemen donated the, uh, that site to us that evening we had an indoor event uh we we only we limited it to 100 they, they have a capacity of 160 so we limited our attendance to 100. right i have a local artisan chef that came in and made personalized pizzas for every table Ooh. we had some I have a, a photographer named Scott Julius that has all of this that you see on our raise for Rams right here. Yep. That is his picture that he took from the, the bleachers of, of our field there in Old Saybrook. Oh, wow. And uh, and his graphics are now living on and on so that we can we can push this message. And, and uh, our event on November 13th was a phenomenal success. People had fun. And the comedians were funny and um and we have spurred some some and we inspired people to donate and, and since that event you know the message is resonating and, and right. people are going to the site they're now purchasing bricks that was our our next big endeavor after the comedy show right. so we'll we'll take anybody's 25 dollar donation 50 dollar donation 100 dollar donation ten thousand dollar donation but a lot of people like to get something for for what they uh donate and exactly. so one of our team members went out and, and uh and and found out that uh you know this is a great opportunity to to give people an opportunity to get a tangible item uh in exchange for their uh their donation right. and so people can buy bricks through our website and it's a it's quite easy you click on it you can pay by check you can pay by paypal you can pay by credit card it's it's quite simple i will make this statement if you pay us by check it saves a little bit of money on the fees at right. the end Absolutely. however we're concerned or, or interested in you having a facility ease of donating and so we'll We'll accept your donation any way it comes, and, and we'll, we're happy to uh, receive it. And we're looking forward to receiving a whole bunch more. Absolutely, absolutely. And now, once you guys hit the goal, how long is it going to take to have the lights installed and up and running? So we have been in contact with Musco, which is a the lighting manufacturer that we've been that we we hired them on as consultants, and I guess the word isn't we hired them on, we brought them on as consultants right. sure. early on in this project. Uh, they have done lighting all throughout the state of Connecticut. And uh, we, so Julie Pendleton, who's the director of facilities and, and a whole bunch more at our public schools, uh, she is, is quite adept at, at uh, working with these contractors on all of these projects. And, and it is a challenge. There are a lot of balls in the air all the time, especially as we're going through budget season. We are of the mindset based on our conversations with Musco and with our, uh, we have some uh, complimentary vendors, uh, our turf vendor, for example, the, 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 the company that installed the turf, yep. we need to bring them in because we'll have to disrupt the turf for a short period of time in order to uh, push the, the poles that these lights will be yes. uh, affixed to, and they, they have to go 16 feet deep into the ground. Oh, wow. in order for them to withstand you know massive winds and, and things of that so the undertaking is 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 a big undertaking and it will take a lot of coordination uh, of a lot of people and we're 
we are hopeful and expectant that should this money arrive by the end of February, and, mm -hmm. and I also believe that is a real, real goal and, and a realistic goal, right. that, uh, that we will have lights next fall. And uh, if that's not the case, based on what we're all hearing with supply chain challenges <laughs> right. and, 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 and getting contractors into your site, then you know we would we would make this the 2023 initiative however I'm, I'm confident that should we have the money in hand by by end of february that there's a high high likelihood that we will have those lights installed for next fall for our first friday night lights exactly Friday night lights under Friday night football lights, which is always which is always a fun thing to go hang out under the lights and watch a high school football game. Everybody enjoys that, and, and it brings your our community together. And we, we know that that the the opposing team will be coming early and, and and excited to watch their their kids play. And and there's a high likelihood they'll be going to our local restaurants. Along Absolutely. The way. And Absolutely. so you know, I, I mentioned it before. I'll mention it again. We. We do believe this this cr creates some economic developments and economic impact in town as well. Absolutely, Scott. We got a little bit more time left, but before we say goodnight, give me the website one more time. So the website is raiseforrams.com. www.raiseforrams. R a y s raise like light rays yep. for rams.com. And you can see it on my sign here. There you go. We we we've got. Uh, uh, Andrew at, at Computer Science came up with all of yep. this stuff for us. And we're, uh, again, as pleased and proud of all of the collaboration that we have received to date. And we continue to receive, you know, every time I get an email, I check on it. And when it's a brick order, I'm excited and, and we respond immediately. Every single person is, is acknowledged when they make a donation. The donations are uh, tax tax deductible as well. Yep. Cool. Scott Giegrich, thanks for some time and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Well, thank you. Thank you, buddy. Have a good night, everyone. You too. Bye-bye. On behalf of Scott Giegrich, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night. We'll see you next time.